This is JFM Podcast. Beautiful morning to you there, and thank you so much for choosing J101.9 FM. You're on to the show. Let's talk your political, social, political, and current affairs shows right here in the city of Jaws. Today is the 31st day of October 2023. Another brand new day, another Tuesday to talk about the happenings in the country and make sense out of them. Um, talk about what happened in River States yesterday and the ongoing crisis in River States, political crisis, uh, not, uh, yeah, political crisis happening in River States, and also looking at other issues and trying to make sense out of all of them. Well, today's a very good day. Uh, welcome to the show. My name is Abigail Seaman. I'm not alone. Emika Missy is right here. Emika, good morning to you. Good morning, Abigail. Good morning to you, our dear listener. It's an amazing Thursday, um, Tuesday morning. I'm, doing, I'm going to Thursday already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the weekend. Why not? If not, the weekend is still far away. Um, <laughs> it's a beautiful Tuesday morning. Nigeria's political space, you know, as is common in this part of the world, there's always a political news to talk about. But most importantly, too many times, there's always like they'll see all this three to four going on and the offer isn't just going on in states that would have you know off-season elections the offer is also going on in states that do not have off-season elections and river states i'm also here in plateau state um the governor returned from the united states um i, I don't want to say it's a visit or a tour i'm looking for the right word visit i know he went for investment opportunities so um, yeah. for the for the want of a better word is u.s visit yesterday and a number of you know issues on the table um, one of those has to be the doctors who non-payment of health workers not, yes yeah as well for 10 months who haven't gotten paid mm-hmm. and all of the things surrounding that but generally nigeria's issues sometimes leaves you thinking will we ever get out of here but it's normal for any society that political issues would always be on the front burner. I saw somebody post something some days back and said, and, and the quote said that people who are not interested in politics, um, I don't, I don't know the exact quote, but he basically said if you're not interested in politics as a citizen of a country, it means you're an idiot. And while I would want to, I would want to debate that. I think that if you're in Nigeria and have gone through what you have gone through, sometimes for your own mental health, it's best just to let stay, away stay away from, from things. Politics. Yes. Well, it's good to be here, people. Good morning. Good morning. And one of the stories we are following at the hour, the FEC approves 2.1 trillion naira supplementary budget for urgent national issues. That says the Federal Executive Council has approved a 2.1 trillion naira supplementary budget to fund urgent national in- issues, including 605 billion naira for national defense and security. Now, the Minister of Budget and Economic Planning, Senator Abubakar Bagudu, made this known while briefing state um, correspondence at the end of the FEC meeting and the council considered a request for supplementary appropriation which is a second for 2023 and graciously approved the sum of 2.1 trillion naira as supplementary budget and this supplementary budget is to fund urgent issues including that of national defense and security also making rounds this morning um, has to be that of the rivers crisis for Bara summons emergency state security council meeting and the River State Governor Siminalai Fabwara is currently in an emergency meeting with members of the State Security Council, and the meeting, according um, to sources, may not be unconnected with the recent crisis rocking the political space in the state. The crisis has resulted in an explosion of the River State House of Assembly complex and subsequent suspension of the leader of the House as well as 
for other members. Some members of the assemblies have also commenced impeachment proceedings against the governor. The development has raised security concerns in the state. And we'll, we'll touch light on that briefly before we move on to other issues. But this morning, we're joined by Mr. Caesar Pai. A lovely morning to you. Welcome to the Good show. Good morning very much, uh. Uh, I don't know, permit me to say, I, I, I don't know if I've seen you this year. You have. Yes, <laughs> yes, I really don't remember. <laughs> but anytime I see people I after a long remember. time, I, I think I before the elections. No, you've been here. Yes. I, I probably just yes, say Happy yes. New Year, just Thank in case I, I missed I missed seeing you. Happy New Year, um, Happy Easter, Barakat Salah, and all the... And Merry Christmas in advance. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, that's on the lighter note. Anyway, welcome to the show. Well, uh, let's let's talk about something quickly before we get into um, the other the other needs of today, um, which is a 2.1 trillion era supplementary budget where um, 605 billion will be for national defense and security. We've seen over time humongous amounts put into that sec- sector, national defense and security, and we do not see anything come out of it. We don't reap the should I use the word benefits of putting such huge amounts in such sectors? We still see the ongoing crisis going on, all security issues going on. We still have that of banditry. We still have that of kidnapping. We still have clashes here and there. We still have land grabbing here and there. And um, for you, as as um, as a person, do you think that we're spending too much money right now? Do you think that the ones that we have spent before have not been adequately used? I'm sure they've made purchase of this equipment and that equipment. Have they been used properly? Because I want to believe that if they have been used properly, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be talking about insecurity today. Yeah, I I can't say these things uh, have not been used properly, uh, or we can't say we have not been able to acquire some of these things that we've budgeted for. Mm. Yes, and we can't also say that some of these things it could be debatable that some of these things or the equipment being budgeted for have uh, been, uh, have been, justice has been done in, in terms of the purchase of these equipments. Mm. You know, because when, once you go through what commentators have been saying, if you go through the newspapers, if you go through the records, you will always see some of us that have been into, we've made a, an extensive research in all these issue of national issues of national security mm. you will agree with me or you will agree with the fact that most of the things or the problems people have been uh raising has to do with uh have, have to do with corruption yeah. you know in the purchase of these items or corruption in terms of uh, the way and manner the manpower is being deployed and a lot of things a lot of things emanating from the utilization of these defense funds mm. but uh to be frank and to be fair, I think in the last uh, three to four months, we've not really, we can't uh, uh, argue or we can't uh, completely say there has not been issues of insecurity. But I think to some extent, with regards to the issues in the Northeast and the Northwest, the banditries and, uh, banditry and the kidnapping, to some extent, I think it has reduced to some extent, especially since around June, July, apart from what happened in Plateau State where the new government had to intervene, had to yes. visit the chief of defense staff. In fact, the new service chiefs mm. were seriously engaged. And for me, I feel the new service chiefs, they've not had that challenge, really, of the attacks, the, the, the so massive you, level so of attacks. So you think they're still just enjoying for now, as for now? Let yes. me, lack of a better word, I'm mm-hmm. using enjoy, mm-hmm. um, but they are, they are just relaxed now. Yes, no, yes, kind of, yes, because the situation now on ground is not as it used to be before the elections. Mm. Do you understand? But as at June, apart from 
after what happened in Plateau State in Mangu, where massive there was massive deployment of forces, and then they had to be uh, engaged in a lot of uh, a communication, the open communication lines for security. Mm. Yes, we have pockets of these things. And again, when you talk about the engagement or the purchase of these uh, items, I know the, with what the federal government, for me, I feel you are supposed to, well, maybe it could be that they want to keep these things on standby. If you see what is happening in Israel and Palestine at the moment, now you will see that the Israelis, they don't have a standby force. Their own. In, one of the things about the Israeli military doctrine is the fact that once there's an emergency like this, mm. they always mobilize, they have a reserve at hand mm. they mobilize the young you know the old the the middle age you know they, they made massive mobilization within this short period mm. they mobilized it's not like they already had those forces on ground mm. for them to be prosecuting the war at Pal in palestine in gaza at the moment yeah. but they did massive mob because it's part of their doctrine that they should there should be a reserve which we lack in nigeria mm. we don't have that reserve so for nigerian government to be saying they want to budget this kind of money to be able to equip or to add to defense and security which i know there's no pressure now at the moment like it was in mm. the few months before this government came in but possibly they could be doing it for in 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 in, in to, to they are trying to foresee future occurrence or trying to forestall future occurrences whereby if there's an emergency they should be able to deploy it. like i said we can't say that all these crises are not happening we still have them there so every day we hear of attacks and yes. so on yes we hear of these attacks but it's not as massive as i i remember before the handing over you mm. remember there was you know especially in the northwest the north even in north central we had massive or large scale but well, well, can we can we actually um, um, talk about the last fund or the last budget that mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. stipulated for national yes. defense and security? Yes. Yes. Do you think that they properly utilize the amount? Do you think yeah, that yeah, yeah. can we account for it? We can't account. We've not seen the account. You know, you, they will tell you in Nigeria, it's, it's always the issue of you can't you don't account for security votes in nigeria i hope you know mm. so we've, for me i can't tell you that i've seen you know and some of these things are classified because i know i have been doing a lot of research when it comes to national security and there are things that i have tried to lay my hands on mm. and you know when you some people buy intelligence reports and intelligence information you mm. know gathering yeah. intelligence gathering you need money to even from private sources you hardly get it from government sources mm. and so you can't outrightly say that these monies have been utilized but i know each year there are budgets like i know one of the defense budgets that made the, uh, the monies to go to uh, that made made the government to they will tell the government will tell they expended much money mm. had to do with the prosecution of the 2023 elections so people will tell you that there was massive deployments of security forces mm. to checkmate some of some areas and especially volatile areas they will tell, they will tell you that they, they, they did a lot of th a lot of things that came in and then they had to escort INEC officials to ungoverned spaces and a lot of things that is aside that on one hand secondly you know with the fuel subsidy yeah i know one of the things that uh, consumes money in as far as defense expenditure is concerned is the issue of fueling gas you know uh diesel, diesel yeah. to power those uh equipments those apcs the amp personnel amp uh, personnel carriers and the rest those things they consume a lot of so possibly they will tell you because this is like a an extra budget it's not like it's next year's budget mm, yeah, it's, it's an a, extra it's budget, budget to complement supplementary budget mm. so they will tell you you know as at june when this government came in 
the the price of uh, fuel and uh, you know was uh, increased, and so they will tell you that some of these things are extra cost. I'm mm -hmm. just assuming, you know, I wouldn't tell you, like I said, these funds are not accountable. Yeah. But we are just trying to look at way options and see. But, uh -huh. you know, these funds are not accountable for you to mm -hmm. say whether it has really been utilized oh. or not. But like I told you, sources from research, one of the main or one of the fundamental issues we've always had is this issue of corruption in terms of deployment of us, in terms of utilization of those funds mm. and a lot of and the likes. All right, yes. let, let's let's go back to the issue, which is the ongoing political tussle in River State. Mm. Yesterday, I, I what, what I what I watched was mm. not was not really a nice thing to watch. Not yeah. everybody should watch that. Mm. It, it just seems like a lot of uh, permit me to use <laughs> the word, uh, you know, when you have older men play like kids. <laughs> that that's what it looked like to me. Um, I, I wanted to get your take on what is happening in River State. You have the Wiki faction and the Fubara faction, and Wiki, who is a minister, yeah. still still having stronghold of River State. Uh, what do you make of what the incidents in River State? Yeah, uh, what I'll tell you with with regards to what is happening in River State. Let me take you down memory. In fact, fortunately, I was uh, privy to a video that was uh, went viral yesterday, mm. where. Wiki shortly before the handing over after the election of Fubara as governor of River State and uh, some fundamental questions were asked with regards to his interference mm. in the politics of River State and how people have been saying that he intends to have a say in the political affairs of River State vis-a-vis -vis appointments, uh, decision making and the likes. And he categorically denied and outrightly stated that he will be having no business to do with the, the politics in River State as immediately when he leaves power. Mm. He categorically stated that in that video yesterday, I was privileged to go through the video. And he said, you know, it's just a rumor. People will always say a lot of things, but there's a leader in place and that he will give the governor all the that it's the governor is left for the governor and his cabinet to decide whatever they want to do for the benefit and welfare of the people of River State. Mm. Now, here we are. The reverse is the case. Where yesterday, you know, I, I never knew that something has been going on like that in River State has behind the scenes. Yes. yes, has been brewing. Not until yesterday or the, I think on Sunday when we heard about the bomb blasting in the House of Assembly. Yeah, the complex, yeah. In preparation, you know, just to get rid of, based on the alleged uh, impeachment mm. rumor of His Excellency, the Governor of River State, Fubara, yesterday. Now, and going deep or digging deep into the issues, you know, that led to this yeah. unfortunate incident. Yeah was the fact that you know it has been alleged that the uh, governor former governor wiki who is the present uh, minister of the fct has been trying to in fact that almost all the commissioners in fubara's cabinet were nominated by uh, wiki mm. one uh and then already the structures the chairman in fact the political structures that wiki left were wiki structures and so you know in the spirit of you know, father-son relationship or mentor-mentee relationship, mm. you know, is like a smooth transition. Mm. Take over my structure and work with it. Not knowing that I, along the line that there will be interference, you know, from Wiki on one or two things that it has been alleged. I've not seen it officially, but this is what I and it's going around, which yeah. you cannot take that or because this thing cannot just come, these issues cannot just come Spring like that. Spring off from anywhere. Yes, from anywhere. Mm. And for me, 
I see it as so unfortunate that uh, this is somebody that has, is just coming into office barely four to five months. Mm. He's just trying to settle down. He has just inaugurated his cabinet. He's just beginning to inaugurate projects. And you begin. To, and then the first question I asked was, what is the impeachment all about? Mm. You, will you tell me that within the last four or five months, Fubara, and I've not seen Fubara travel, gone on over any overseas trip as far as I'm concerned. And I've not seen him. Well, you can't say. But it's too early for you to begin to have. And then going deep again, when I was trying to interrogate, because I tried to interrogate my sources to be able to come to a conclusion. Mm. And I can't say I'm coming to a conclusion, but based on the preliminary issues I have seen on ground, yeah. it's so unfortunate that it, it's too early for Wiki to begin to interfere. What kind of interference interfere. exactly? Because everybody yeah, keeps the, interference. Like right? I said... It has been alleged and it's going around that. And one of the th issues I got to know is the fact that uh, Wiki has been, uh, it, it has been alleged that Wiki, uh, one of the instructions he gave for was not to attend PDP meetings. Yes, PDP. And then he won this uh, election under the platform under the of the People's PDP. Democratic yes. Party. Yes. And Wiki still claims that he is in PDP. But he is serving under the government of national unity. He is serving an APC government. Yeah. Yes, under the guys. So now, I'm surprised myself too that you are telling your governor, the governor you elected, you made people to elect him under the PDP not to attend. So, but a lot of issues, but this is just one. So it out seems, of it so seems like WK still wants to be controlled. Thank you. Thank you. And that is one thing that I'm still surprised. That's on one hand. That how can it be that he is it's too early? And even if he wants to make a request, because there's a governor in the state, he is the chief security officer of the state. Mm. There are diplomatic ways of trying to convince him as your boy of doing the board. And then there was a statement yesterday that Fubara made. In fact, it was quoted, his quote, that, remember, I was your accountant general, and you cannot, I'm no more a small boy. Mm. It was quoted is in the media. Yeah. So it's not me. This is not coming from me. Mm. Yes, it was quoted all over the media. So you will know that something, there's interference, of course. So you don't have to ask. You are a media man like me. Uh, you are a media <laughs> man too. So you are also part of investigative journalism. So you should know all so this. So we are thing. seeing Godfather so, yes, and that's on one not, side. not going, yes, going well. Yes, that's on one hand. Mm. Then on the second, uh, on, on the other flip of it, on the flip side of it, I feel, you know, leadership again. You know, I'm trying to learn and then, you know, politics is a very dicey thing mm. that you have to be careful when you are dealing with a father-son or mentor-mentee relationship. Now, I feel, whatever the case may be, I feel, that's my own thinking, that yeah. Fubara would have played safe. You know, there are things that you just swallow and play safe, you know. Well, what he has been swallowing you, for probably yes, for so long and he's know, just fed up. You know, talk. I can't say, but I just feel, you know, sometimes you have to give it a long time because in power, one thing about power, I've been a student of power too. You know, you have to be play the fool mm. and, you know, play along the line till, to, to, till when you've gotten hold or have a gra firm grasp of the whole situation at hand, then you now begin to take call the shots. But even as at the moment, Fubara is beginning to call the shots with the security meeting, with the dissolutions mm. he made yesterday, massive sweeping of the cabinet, local government chairman, all 23 dissolved, the cabinet all dissolved, chief of staff, the impeachment of the speaker, the suspension of the chief judge through the instrumentality of the House of Assembly because it's the chief judge that decides some of the impeachment, what happens when impeachment is going to happen. So Fubara is trying to take 
establish firm control now mm. of the state to show that somebody is in charge and then you can't come and decide for me what happens in my state as the chief security officer. All right. Before mm-hmm. I hand you yes. over to Emika quickly, um, so we're seeing a case of sentiment interfering into governance. Yes. We're seeing a case of um, I, use, I am your daddy yes. and it's what I say yes. that should stand. Um, as we have seen it, mm-hmm. we have seen that it's having grave mm-hmm. consequences mm-hmm. and the implications of yes. all of these yes. things. And we have also seen that generally our politics mm-hmm. in Nigeria has come under the whole godfatherism thing yes. with sentiments attached to it and mm-hmm. it has affected how governance is supposed to be. Um, for you, um, I wanted to get your thoughts and your mm-hmm. opinions quickly before mm-hmm. we head on to other issues. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, I don't know if we can ever get rid of godfatherism in our country. I, I, don't, I don't know if we can, but if we, we ever get to that point, would, would it be of benefit to, to governance in general where you do not have somebody wanting to control the affairs of another state from, another, from somewhere else when yes. he's really not generally part of it? You see, going forward, to, to be candid, it has not helped us as a country. Mm. You know, yes, we, we, we understand that, like I said, I made mention of a mentor-mentee relationship. All yeah. of us are different levels of our growth stages of our lives, whether personal, individual, collectively. We all have mentors at one point in time, and there are people that we, re- aside God, mm. the next people we feel, and then maybe aside our parents, our parents too are mentors. Uh-huh. And so, and then we have mentors maybe in forums and so on, individually in church groups. You'd, you know, we all have people that we look up to them as. But, you know, when it's beginning to creep into our political system at an unproportional rate where you can't control it and where it's beginning to affect, like, okay, you can you tell me, imagine what happened in the House of Assembly where half of the assembly complex was burned and properties destroyed. Where are those monies going to come from to begin to refurbish those things and begin to renovate those buildings? Mm. It's still from the government money. That money now, they will begin to budget huge sums of money to begin to renovate. Those monies are... So it's a threat to both state and internal and national security, both at the national and subnational level. It's a threat. That's number one. It's a threat to 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 the collective will of the people where people have voted and people are waiting for you to begin to take actions that will affect the lives of people but all these things is slowing down governance now this security meeting that is supposed to be holding now maybe it's another meeting that will lead to the you know uh dividends or to, to making the government take critical decisions that will bring about the dividends of democracy to the people so a lot of setbacks will will, will, will t- it takes place in such things like this and so i feel going forward is not good for national and uh, international, uh, national and uh, state uh, security reasons. Now, economic reasons too, policy reasons. Mm. Now, when you also look at it, remember I once told you, I, I think I said it, and I've said it times without number, that you see life is transient itself. Right from 1999, if you Google your YouTube, for some of us that we knew what happened in 1999, when uh, democracy was, the military handed over power, to the civilians in 1999. And I said, go back, Google it in your YouTube, play the video of how Basanja took over power from General Abdusalam Abakar. Check out all the politicians that were there in that Eagle Square. About 60 to 70% of them are no more there. They were the godfathers at that time in Nigeria. Abuba Karimi was there. Solomon Lar was there. Awoni was there late. Awoni. All these people are late. 
Chief Tony Aneni, Mr. Fix It. When you hear Mr. Fix It in Nigeria, you will know that you don't, before you see Obasanjo, you have to see Tony Aneni. They were the powerful figures in Nigeria, but where are they today? We are just saying it that it's strange and they were the godfathers. Also, when our political uh, uh, elites begin to look at life from that angle and to know that this life is strange, you can't have it all at the same time. You will come and go. Age comes, tragedies happen. You can't, uh, tragedies that you yourself, you can't say. Some of them died in, you know, accidents, some of them mysterious circumstances. Mm. We are not uh, happy about it. They are elder statesmen, but they were the ones calling the shots in Nigeria. A lot of them. Most of the people as at 1999 that were, they were there. We now, looking at the years, it, we've, we've seen a new generation of politicians. And so I expect when you reflect back and you look at where you were before, where you are now, you begin to ask yourself, where will I be in the next four to eight years or 16 years? Mm -hmm. Will I be alive? What kind of uh, young generation of politicians am I supposed to be bringing or mentoring? To be mm. able to think from a different light and different perspective so mm. these are some of the things yeah, my, my, my question has to be the use of executive power by mm. governor sim fubara yes um so first the house 24 of them had impeached the leader mm -hmm. the house is made up of 32 people mm -hmm. one person died remains mm. 31. Mm. if 24 persons remove the leader and four others it means that give or take they probably have around 29, 30 people in the house. Mm -hmm. Now, if 24 impeached one, mm -hmm. then sacked, uh, suspended about four, mm -hmm. and then hours later, 26 persons from wherever mm -hmm. they came from <laughs> made a new leader. <laughs> Question is, do they have a different house of assembly? Um, one. Two, I also saw yesterday that mm -hmm. um, Governor Sim Fubara had also sacked the Lord the Local Government Council heads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. First off, we know, and this is something that we've talked about here several times to different guests, about the power of the local government, the autonomous mm, local mm, government mm -hmm. to conduct its own elections, mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. have its own you know, autonomous power. Mm. Does the governor have the right to wake up one morning in the height of his anger to say, you know what, every one of you are sacked? Or are we seeing again a case where executive powers are being abused, but some people are applauding it because it goes against quote and unquote god for that reason now let me approach your question in this manner now what is happening in river state first your first question touched on the legislative yes. aspect of it your second question touched on the local government aspect of it we've not even mentioned the executive aspect and the judicial aspect of it which you know the chief judge was suspended, yes, suspended yeah. now the truth about it like the way we are being run, we are, we are running Nigeria, honestly, I won't lie to you, we still have a long way to go. We still have a long way to go because I won't lie to you. The first thing, and I'm saying this unapologetically, the first thing on the average mind of the Nigerian politician is regime security. The first thing, you have to secure your space first. Survivor. And is a principle. If it is a is a principle, for me, I I think that principle is a Machiavellian principle of power in international politics, where before a leader begins to govern his state, if a leader wants to have firm control and firm power and authority of everything that is happening, he needs to secure his space. His space. 
and it's, it's a selfish way of politicking. Now, uh, before you now, go, I'm sorry to cut you. Yes. You say it's selfish. Yes. But is that the reality in many parts of the world? It's not. You sure? Yes, in, in developing countries. Like? Like like, I, like the coups like, in Africa. Like, okay, like, like the coups like, in Africa. Like, like France? Like, no, de- developing, not developed, developed countries. countries. Okay, I said developing countries. countries. Okay. They are still battling with that. That's why but, you have the Ma- issue Ma- of coups. But Machiavellian power structure works in almost every political space. Now, now, now we, we, the way we do it in Africa is the fact that we are, we are still insecure because we love power too much. The average African, like that's why I'm saying, developing countries, not just in Africa. When you go to the the, the, the some of the countries in, in Latin America, that's that's the issue that is happening. Now, why am I saying this? The Machiavellian power play. There's a way it has been structured. It happens decently. Okay, they like play the way, it decently. Like the way you say it's decently. Yes, it's decent. They play it decently. There's nowhere. There's no perfect system in this world. Sure. There's no perfect system. But you see, the average politician in Africa and in Nigeria especially because we've reached a stage whereby now let me answer your question let me go straight to the point without even delving into it from the legislative angle what happened is that the issue is the issue of now you, you now see that in Nigeria the, the politician an average politician can never be trusted mm. can never be trusted in the sense that is a few that have that fear of God in them but an average one that where you have a 24 member house sacking you, sacking you. Now, the reality somewhere. down on the governor that he was not in control. Let me tell you that what happened that switched. The reality eventually downed on the governor that, man, you need to protect your space. And so immediately you can't say, I'm just thinking that something within, happened, some things happened mm-hmm. behind the scenes mm-hmm. and loyalty switched. It could be financial. It could be, uh, but, you know. Then, then my question is, where, yes. where did this 26 meet? Who was in charge of the maze? Yeah, you won't know. Who, because because, because we, we, we also know that most times when we have meetings like this, where we have, you know, switch of power, there has to be an authority there to, like, like let me use it, like, like a leader there to say, oh, this is... So, where did they meet? Who was in charge My of brother, the meeting? Like, I, you know, you won't know because when you have somebody in power who owns the security, who owns the every apparatus of government, sometimes you won't know. Some of these things happen at gunpoint. You can't say. You've heard of issues where after a decision has been taken, you'll now hear that this person took a decision at gunpoint. Like I said, we are not there. Wow. So we can't so we, just we can't, say, go ahead. Yes, it's funny. <laughs> and so loyalties and allegiances change overnight. Mm. They change overnight. You, it happens in Nigeria. And so I'm not surprised. All and right. don't be surprised. If you are aspiring to be a politician, you should expect the unexpected. That's why I'm saying I'm saying this unapologetically. Expect the unexpected as a politician. You will see somebody you are that you are dining and whining with will betray you. If it is Nigeria, somebody that you are dining and whining with now will betray you. And that is why I like the fact that some politicians they don't allow some people to stay too much in one place in power. And they don't allow that because when they stay there, especially there are some certain portfolios of governance when you as a politician, as a smart, when you appoint somebody there and you leave him too much and he's enjoying and you know that that office has some certain benefits and privileges. Some smart politicians, they switch so that office. Generally, it's, it's just yes. interest. It's, it's just interest. It's just political power. That's number one. Yes. Yes. yes, that's number one on the legislative side. On the local government side, I agree with you. There's gross abuse of uh, the powers of, uh, of the executive towards the issue of local government yes we know there's local government autonomy but again on the part of the security of the governor he can come up with something and accuse them and say they are suspended but then again that has now, to go through the house ideally 
Now ideally, he's supposed to go. Who owns the house. the house now? As said yesterday, there was a switch he, of allegiance. His new Ever, members. But, but before, before he. It's Nigeria. It's just a funny place. When because you are loyal to somebody, you will even you will even suspend <laughs> any other <laughs> constitutional thing just for just let's, for let's political move convenience. Let's move right. on to our second topic yes. of yeah. the day. Um, the, the governor returned yesterday. I, I wish we had him enough time. Returned yesterday from the US, yes. even though um he hasn't you know given an official statement on the because I I know I saw a video yesterday from a Twitter handle I think that's going to tell with the governor yes. um that talked about you know um, scholarship for I think about ninth nine you know, people from the state so you said such university. Mm. However, the, the the question for me has to be the. I don't want to say the effects, mm-hmm. but lack of better, the effect of such travels mm-hmm. to the economy. According mm-hmm. to the, gov- the governor, from mm-hmm. what we also heard, mm-hmm. he went there to seek investment, mm-hmm. agricultural investment, mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. What would be success with regards to this travel? Because we've seen this before, mm-hmm. not just the governor, even with the presidency, where mm-hmm. they travel, they say they make deals. Years afterwards, we see no deals. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. recently, the president of the country said he went to Dubai. Um, he went to Dubai, and then um, you know his spokesperson, mm-hmm. the beautiful and handsome um, Adjoin Galili, mm-hmm. came out to say that mm-hmm. um, visa ban had been raised, and months after, mm-hmm. we, we still have yes, yes. there's still no visa ban <laughs> being lifted. So my question is, what would be success in terms of investment? with this travel to the u.s because it, it will make no sense that after all mm, of these travels mm. nothing changes okay yeah i i think i think uh, regarding the governor's trip you know people and i and, and, and i like the fact that nigerians are always worried because each time uh, we have our leaders traveling outside the country like this and at the end of the day they say they've gone to attract foreign direct investments mm. and at the end of the day after some year you won't see anything and i thank god that you know facts and reports don't lie or statistics and you will bear with me if you have been following the media especially the print media mm. where in news dailies i have been observing that in the last three to four years especially at the subnational level and then especially when this um budget report comes out yes it shows it doesn't lie that these are the states that have been able to attract foreign direct investments and it's glaring and they will tell you these are the states that could not attract anything and in the last five to six years, the budget report has been showing Plato consistently has not attracted any foreign direct yes, investment in true. the last six to seven years. Yeah. It's there all over. It's yeah, yeah, budget report, NBS, and the rest. And so this governor also traveled. It's not a new thing too, like the way other governors do travel yeah. to say he wants to go and attract foreign direct investment. And, you know, while he was there, we were privileged to be going through reports. And we saw especially the one that attracted me most was that of the foreign scholarships with the Liberty University Mm -hmm. where he attracted five uh, scholarship engineering for five, 10 students, five PhD, five uh, uh, masters. And to even put his words into action immediately, I think there was a communication between the governor and his lieutenants here in Nigeria, his commissioners and so on. In fact, that same week he secured that deal immediately to put his words into action I immediately saw the Commission of Information, I think, with the scholar in collaboration with the scholarship board, publish that whosoever that is eligible should apply. If you score a 2-1 or a 2-2, they even dropped the phone number to go to the offices. So you can see matching words with action. That was the one that attracted me. And I said, this is fantastic. The one I saw that I can say because I yeah, confirmed that it. one that was confirmed. Yeah, yeah, so like you were asking. So that is to show that the man did not just go there for a talk shop jamboree and then we should that's just one and then 
I kept following, you know, that he was securing this and I was still waiting to see, okay, when he comes back, it's not everything that he will match what's into action. Of course. Let him come back and let's give him time and let's see. And immediately yesterday, I saw the director from the direct office of the director of press release some of the highlights. Of and I love the, that. You know, you about. should be accountable to your people that you've gone there and immediately the director of press released a statement reeling out all the activities of the governor there and the outcomes. He did this. This was the outcome. He did this. This was the outcome. I don't know whether you've seen it. Yeah, it was, saw, it came out in an it, infographic format. And some of them are some things that are implementable. And immediately the governor arrived. In fact, I saw this thing in the morning. And I said, yes, at least you have been accountable. You've shown that you've traveled outside. And then anywhere you go, you touched. You were able, you are giving accounts. And then it's left for plateau people to follow one after the other to see at least we are beginning to see that of the university uh, agreement they made with Liberty Institute uh, yeah. uh, University. Now, we'll, Plato people will have to follow the rest and hold him accountable and say, okay, these other ones, you did this. Let's follow and see. Is it short term? Is it long term? Is it medium term? Mm. On his arrival, I also followed the interview yesterday, the moment he touched down the airport. And he said some of the deals, in fact, it's like some of the people are coming down and that this week, some of the deals will be secured. Now, at least I have, at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, at the end of, even if it is with 1%, for the first time I can tell you that Plato will appear in the statistics of whether Budget or NBS to say we have attracted a foreign direct investment. At <laughs> least for the first time <laughs> after <laughs> six or for, seven years. For the first time. Yes, so it's just, yes, it, yes. Even if it doesn't, it doesn't fly later on. Yes. But it's yes. just that we are. But I know I'm we, optimistic with mm -hmm. what is happening. That at the end of, even if it is an increase of 1%. Let it appear on that map that we have attracted foreign direct investment. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you so much for that. You can be a part of the conversation this morning. 0905566699 or 0812187777. And be a part of the conversation on across our social media platforms this morning. On Facebook is facebook.com forward slash jfmjoss. And off Twitter at JFM Jobs. We are asking Can Nigeria ever escape the stronghold of Godfatherism and abuse of executive power? And also, how optimistic are you that the government can clear the unpaid salaries of health workers and his travel to the US would yield investment results? Again, www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Jobs and off Twitter at JFM Jobs. Hello, good morning. A very good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Thank you very much. Uh, this is Jack Comrade. I don't about Solomon, the boss of Anguarukuba. Welcome to the show. Go ahead. God bless you. You see, uh, it's very unfortunate the democratic system we are practicing in this country. Mm. In fact, it's a pity to a very big country like Nigeria. Could you imagine what is happening in the river? Honestly, when I, when I saw it, I weep. If these are kind of leaders we will produce in this country, we will, in fact, it will be very difficult for us to see the green light of the day. Would you have done it well when you were Governor Rivers? Where do we, SOC, so David Miller will control him? Allow him to at least to, to, go, to, to carry out his own experience too. Why should you fight him? Why? If really we can hand into the crisis working, the House of Assembly or the Rivers entirely, then we is doing the wrong thing. It's not good. We come with a way with the river. He did it well. Oh, very unfortunate. Well, let me come back to Plateau State and tell you. In fact, I just urge Plateau people to rally around the governor. He has done it well. You know, the reason why they are, why they are truncating this present administration on the plateau because they have seen it very clear that he is making it 
what uh, Barzakala Putsang has done now, ABC didn't, didn't do it in eight years. Yeah, that's why they are jealous. They are on their feet to pull down the progress of what this governor is doing. Uh, all right, but we Curry. Have we will continue to rally around him. He's the only person that we voted for. We don't have any other, other person apart from Barisa Caleb Mutsang. May God, may God bless us. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much for your contribution this morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good, good morning. morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? My name is Comrade Mazi Patrick Koro Crawford. I'm calling from Old Blue Major School in Anglo George Baptist State. Go ahead, welcome right, to the show. Brother, my sister, good morning, uh, yes. Good morning, sir. What is happening now in River State yes. is just a game of, uh, what would I do? That looks like commotion and confusion in Nigerian politics. Mm. Now, the prophecy, or prophecy is that people like Ruth Miyamichi, Professor NZP, go to that candidate, uh, Sheikh Gumi, Gumi, and others, have now come to manifest in River State. Mm. Now, what are we going to learn from it? You see, Nigeria is not a country where one person will come, turn to be as a and in this country, if you see that you have sponsored a particular candidate, you see Godfather, fine, mm-hmm. or Godmother, or God anything you may be. Somebody else sponsored you. Now let's go back to history today in history. Yeah. We take him on board because Jonathan and his wife insisted that he must be governor. At the only way to you know, Jonathan has his own capacity as president, people are allowed to go. Now, you have finished your tenure, and now going to the Valley area, which is your people. Mm-hmm. Why must you continue to take this? This is a sort of a dictatorship. We're going to say to you, I did the yeah. I've said it, I've it here. People should learn what happened in Tokyo. When Tokyo man left and went to Syria, he was doing a black At the end of the day, mm-hmm. when calamity came to Tokyo, what happened? So from those heads, I think they have settled down. It's not begging food from Ukraine to Ukraine that is under the wall to save the country. Mm. But what is this? Nigerian politicians have to be very careful. Somebody, somebody sponsored you. Why must you be imposing, imposing the chief of staff? And the secretary, they are not helping matters at all. All right, because How of our time, please help us wrap up your thoughts, please, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you for your contribution this morning. Hello, good morning. I think it's good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us uh, from? This is uh, Joseph from T. Joshua. go ahead. Uh, my sister and the Emeka in the studio, what I have to say this morning is that uh, from the day we can ally say with APC, destroy policies of river state. Mm. Why I made this comment this morning is that uh, for good eight years or ten years, APC ruled this country, people are suffering. Mm. Instead of him to follow light, he went and followed that mess. That's what he's facing now. Turn mm. down to Plateau. Mm, yeah. Plateau, home of peace and tourism. And uh, as the guests in the studio have said, my sister, you need to come. I will carry you around the state. For you to witness what is happening in Plateau. Mm. Walk everywhere from 
uh, this uh, maternity to Bouch Road. Yes. New, new, new road there. Everywhere, walk are going on. Go to Rampansi. They are tied, they are doing underlock side of the road. I'm telling you. It's, right. not, um, it's not because of maybe uh, Neka Atan said that I'm a fan of the governor. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> nobody will not like what is good. That's yeah. the truth of the matter. All right. What I'm just to people. Mm. This is a very just a tip of the eye. You understand? Yeah. Clearly. The thing is about to come. So let all your hands to get, 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 get that mm. and say no to those ATC that want to grab power by army. God bless you this morning. Thank you so much for your contribution. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, my sister. How are you? Very fine. Thank you. How are you too? I'm doing well. I'm fine. Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome to the this show. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? This is Bob. All right, Bob. Go ahead. On the court issue, mm. the issue of Godfather, to me, I don't think it's an issue. Why don't you think it's an the issue? issue? The issue should be a good Godfather, not a bad Godfather. Mm. You understand me? A good Godfather matters than a bad Godfather. Mm. And there's nothing wrong about good father. If what he has done in River State yeah. is sin and can be taught, what is wrong about that? So bring a son that can take over from where, where you stop. Mm. What is wrong about that? It's talk of Plateau State here. Who does not mm. know that Dan? He's a good father. Yeah, anybody he brings on board is supported. We shouldn't be playing dirty policies. Mm. If you have seen the handwork of anybody and he's bringing somebody, either it's his son or somebody who has to take over from him, there's nothing wrong about that. All right. If anybody playing wrong politics in, in River State, it's a cross. All right. Thank they you have so to follow much. The, the line of wicked. And people talking about wicked taking the national assignment or national appointment. What is wrong about that? To serve your country? Where is it done in any constitution? Mm. That if you not serve your country, what way is it done? All right. We call our Thank you so much. We can't, we can't be able to know how things are done. Thank you so much so for your contribution. You should not condemn Wiki. Mm. You are telling me if he has done good things in his state, he should bring it to national level. All right, then. Thank you so much for your contribution. Thank you so much. We'll head on to our social media platforms this morning for your comments. On Facebook, Kevin Lewis says, That man called Wiki supposed to be a military man, not a democratic leader. Bunch of ridiculous leaders, he says, acting for their own self-interest to exert power and control just for personal gains, not for the people's interest. If only the Nigerians can stop being docile, all these shenanigans wouldn't be happening. Godfather, my foot, it will only destroy the states. George Marent says, I want to appeal to the governor to please pay the newly employed staff of hospital management board and play two state specialist hospitals so these workers are not finding things easy. Dafoe Emmanuel says, for my governor's visit to the U.S., we are hoping for a better outcome in a few days if the enemies of Plateau will stop disturbing him and allow him to showcase his ability of leadership on the Plateau. Charity Harley says, Godfatherism is a pity has come to stay and I don't know how it will be broken. 
thank God our governor is back. Please, something should be done about the newly employed. Albert Akayadagza says, Godfatherism, most especially in Nigerian politics, can be likened to two sides of a coin. It is inseparable. Concerning the governor's quest for investors, I feel it is best we make our state and country at large habitable and inviting for investors rather than seeking out for them. It pays more. Ayo Dedi Agbabiaka says, What is happening in River State is a cycle of problems. Every time there's a new sheriff in town, power that's... Um, Power that can be forced themselves on their states without caring about the people they govern. He says, Gwaz James, I think in Nigeria, Godfatherism is like a culture to us. Wiki is the cause of this crisis in River State. He says, For Plateau, I think I will commend the governor that he's trying his best. Iam Davis says, it is unfortunate that Godfatherism has gone far in our country. They don't allow them to perform their duties as leaders. Let Wiki allow the governor to do his responsibility. We see another one in Kano with Kwankoso and Abagidagida. I rest my case. He asks, Godwin Sile says, my, um, Honestly, Godfatherism in, in politics has put us in big problems. We should say no to Godfatherism in this country. In River State, I did not know what the governor did that has led to his impeachment. Maybe overrode the godfatherism by removing the speaker of the state's house of assembly and 23 local government chairmen unpaid salaries for the doctors are not doing well why why should doctors be patient the, uh, why doctors we have i uh, okay i don't quite follow but he's basically saying that it's not a good one let's first life first he says before money i think that's what he says to the doctors <laughs> wapnen gomar jr says godfatherism is a canker worm in Nigerian's politics because it has caused a lot of problems with unemployment in terms of employment is based on who you know and aspiring must be that you must have a godfather same thing causing chaos in river states governor visit to the u.s is going to yield investment results by god's grace with the actions being taken awarding 10 scholarships to engineering students and other sectors but that israel at joe domo sunday says i laugh for this country how will it be that Godfatherism will, will be eradicated in Africa when those, or, those out of service will be in charge to bring in whom they want? They want them to take over from where, from, from them for reason best known to them to cover up their corruptions and manipulations, God forbid. Mark Sambo says, the governor of Plateau State um, is a man of integrity who is passionate about the welfare of the people. I'm not only the resident doctors, I am very optimistic that doctor salaries will be paid by the governor because healthcare services is stopped in the governor's agenda. Solo Chagwa says, um, it is your benefactor's godfather that is causing chaos in reverse state. Uh, let me see if I have more comments here on Facebook. George Marin says, I want to appeal to the governor to please pay the newly employed staff of hospital management board. Um, I said that already. Um, let me quickly rush over to Twitter. Well, I think we have some interesting comment there on Twitter. Um, my apologies. The network is quite slow. Um, Justified says, if we had voted, would be. Himora says, it can. If the person in power stands his ground and do what is right. And finally, um, Yango Guangzhou says, Godfatherism is something one can't do away with in politics. And loyalty is important. Just what Tinibu did and what Wiki wants to do in River State. Mutuang should clear backlog of salaries and we want to see the reality of his foreign trip. We want results, he says. I guess everyone wants results. We want to see things happen. I, I, I don't think that anybody will want to see their taxpayers' money going in, go into trips and then we don't see the result of all of this. And for sure. the um, 
salaries be at unpaid for the, the health workers. Uh, what mm-hmm. are, what is your take briefly on that before we leave the studio? Yes, I'm so surprised uh, to hear this because I know other sectors. In fact, as at yesterday, someone was telling me I was uh, having a conversation with one of the civil servants. He was saying it's like the government is about to pay even October salaries to other sectors. So I'm surprised with the health why sector. there is a backlog, know, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, maybe there are underlying issues because I know that uh, part of the... I know the governor had earlier suspended the people, uh, the the employment that took place shortly before elections. Mm. Yes. So and I don't know, but I think it didn't cover the health sector because someone said that okay, they recalled people in the health sector yes, that they were employed because of the emergencies. Sure. Yes. Yes. So I think maybe there are some kind of, uh, will I say, mix up somewhere. Maybe they're trying to sort things out. Maybe I'm just saying because other sectors i know they are about to receive their october salary mm. you know which is up to date well, the october salary yeah. in, in, include the 35000 that was added from the 15 points memorandum maybe of when they, when, when the people receive a lot <laughs> we'll tell us yes, <laughs> yes, yes, they, yes, they will let yes, us know yes, yes. if they have <laughs> yes. if they have received that um, yes, so their lot will determine <laughs> it's true let's let's even let's even add dr philip should they increase their salary to 35,000? Uh, well, after true. the show, I'll call <laughs> him, to, him. F- to find out if he has also gotten that. You thing. want to eat fish, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, just in the light end. But yeah. before we go, um, your final comments from um, what we've the comments we've read and then also the calls we've taken in 30 seconds. Yes, uh, one of the final comments is the fact that uh, someone made mention of uh, lead weekend. And that's why I've tried to strike a balance. Mm. That you see, while we, were, we also learn to respect our menti- mentors, Yes. or our godfathers there should also be a balance that the godfathers should also not push their men because whether we like it or not it's there the two sides ba- of the coin there should be boundaries yes, yes. yes there should be boundaries mm. yes and at the end of the day it will be a win-win for all of them alright yes and we pray for more growth and development in Nigeria yeah. and we hope for peace Thank you so much, Mr. Caesar Pai, for coming on the show this morning. This was Let's Talk on your Super Feel Good Radio Station, J101.9. A friend from myself, Abigail Seaman. Make sure you have a lovely Tuesday. I'm from Emeka. Stay out of trouble, spread love, and seek the truth. Good morning. The news comes up by 10 o'clock. Keep your eyes locked on to J101.9 FM. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.